Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. I'm not sure if this is um, what this means to the show or if it's because uh, of being, you know, what uh, the result of being married to me. Uh, but just before the show, instead of going over the uh, talking points, Cheryl was going through the cabinets looking for liquor. Well, we have a big afternoon coming up, and I need to make sure that I'm properly prepped. <laughs> we do. <sighs> we do. So uh, this is our D23 recap. Um, as we've talked about for, it seems like the past month, uh, pretty much the entire existence of our show, uh, we were gearing up for the D23 Expo, which did take place this weekend down in Anaheim. So we just kind of thought we'd go over, uh, you know, what happened and, and give you guys a, a look in. Yeah, uh, we'll quickly go over. Really... We'll quickly go over some of the news, and um, maybe in shows coming up, we can go into a little bit more detail um, on them. But we'll just sort of breeze over what the big points are. Right. And the first big thing was there had been an announcement that Disney had a big secret project uh, and a panel discussion panel set up, and no one knew what it was going to be, but they were going to release the topic prior to the expo, and that was released a little bit later than they planned, and. Uh, I think it kind of fizzled because a, a lot of people were hoping for a fifth park. I didn't personally think it was going to be a fifth park. Well, yeah, I mean, that was shooting for the stars. And right. That wasn't going to happen. Right. Um, but what it is, is Disney has created um, One Day at Disney. It's uh, a, an inside look at cast members from across the company worldwide. And it's going to be both a hardcover book and a um, special series on Disney+. Plus. And it's going to highlight the people behind the scenes, whether they're Imagineers or costumers or painters or performers in the Disney parks. And, and just to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what, what it takes to operate the parks on a daily basis. Well, that's kind of neat, but it definitely didn't deserve being called a big secret announcement. I'm sure whoever right. was signed up for that panel is very disappointed. Right. Not with the fact that they're doing this, but that that was the big announcement. I mean, cast members make the world go round, so if not for them, there would be nothing. Well, yes, that's true, but I don't know. As uh, someone who was attending D23, I wouldn't be too excited that that was my panel. What is more exciting was the announcement that they made before the panel started about uh, the Star Wars Hotel. So they gave us the official name, which is Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, and they also let us know that they're going to be two night adventures. So those were um, that was a little up in the air. No one was really sure about those, so that was good to know. Uh, any other news that came out of that? Uh, the Star Wars announcement, yes, the ship is going to be named the Halcyon, and they've stated that you will interact with characters and become an interactive participant in immersive stories that unfold over the course of an unforgettable galactic journey on board the Star Cruiser. So that's uh, Okay, that's so the, the names were new information and the fact that we know that it's two nights. Right, like now they've announced the name of the Star Cruiser line, which actually has some tie-ins to the Star Wars universe, but we will talk in-depth ad nauseum about that on some future show. You will. I will, yes, because I'm <laughs> the one interested in it. More interesting to me, um, Epcot is undergoing a multi-year transformation. So how do, did they call this DPEP? Or did they no, that was DPEP. DPEP is the group. I know. I, no, I, no, call, no. I call them DPEP. I, okay, I didn't know, you know, like we have these acronyms, I don't know if they're how you say them. So DPEP, which is Disney Parks Experiences and Products, is readying a host of new experiences that will make the park more Disney, more family, more timeless, and more relevant to the millions of guests who visit. So um, I don't know what all are they doing. They're doing a beer garden, is that for 
the masses. Oh, that's, that's, that's rumored. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the Moana stuff had been rumored, but they made that announcement official. So they're essentially ripping out everything in um, in front of Spaceship Earth, which we know they already took out the Leave right. Legacy tiles. They're redoing that entryway. They're taking out essentially interventions west and east, and then it seems like everything behind Spaceship Earth. So the only thing that I think is going to remain is Spaceship Earth, because I know they're getting rid of Club Cool, they're getting rid of Starbucks, they're going to redo Mouse Gears. So I think there's a major reimagining going on just in that entryway, uh, if you will. And now you were telling me that they're going to get rid of the fountain with the... That's what it looks... That's what it looks like from artwork that is not official that people have been putting out. Uh, it looks like they are getting rid of that fountain and there's going to be a, a multi-story beer garden. I hope not. There. I mean, not that I mind the beer garden, but I really like that fountain there. I like the little uh, show that they do with the right. to the music. So that'll be disappointing if that leaves for me. Um, Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, was announced, but we don't really know exactly what it is. It lets guests interact with magical living water in a beautiful and inspiring setting. And while it is a maze... Um, and it's geared towards children and families, and it will, if you go through the maze, it will lead you to the living seas, which makes sense because Moana is all about water. Right. Uh, so having that as the end point is, is great. Uh, from the artwork that was released, it looked like some of the dancing water uh, from over in the Imagination Pavilion. When you go up there in that little uh, plaza area that they have, right. and you've got the the fountains that shoot across, uh, it looked like there was maybe some dancing water involved. I'm sure there'll be some cool special effects, um, but you know, but time, just like a walkthrough probably type yeah. thing that's yeah. like constantly going on, right? All right. And who knows? Maybe they put a meet and greet section with Moana somewhere buried inside of it, or I wouldn't be surprised. They used to have that area where you'd go meet Ariel and her grotto. Do they still have that? Ariel and her in Sealand? Yeah. I, we, where our kids are big, so it's at the I don't end know if they of still have the that. undersea. I was imagining uh, they might have something like that, right? But who knows? Um, let's see. Walt Disney Imagineering presents the Epcot Experience is also going to open later this year in the Odyssey Building. So, what's that going to be? Just uh, here's all the stuff we're doing. Essentially, a preview center mm. with some uh, pretty cool technology and. Uh, they're going to see some, you know, details as to what's coming for Epcot. And, it's, you know, it's not the first time they've done this. They did this with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over in um, uh, One Man's Dream. Right. They had the models set up and you could go check it out. But this is going to be, you know, a center where you can go in and just look at everything that's coming to Epcot. I'm sure there will be models and drawings and plans. Right. And, you know, if you're on, into the geeky side and you want a sneak peek, go and check it out. Yeah, that'll be nice. Um. So they're, the new Marvel-themed lands in, that are coming to California and Paris um, have a name. They're going to be called the Avenger Campus. Um, and guests who visit these campuses are going to become part of an interconnected global story spanning from California to Paris to Hong Kong. Um, it'll be themed around the Avengers recruiting new extraordinary people to join them. So, uh, And a microbrewery. <laughs> That, well, that might be my favorite part. Right. Who knows? Uh, what else you got? All right. Well, that was it for the, the pre-Expo news. And then on Friday, the Expo kicked off with the Disney Legends induction ceremony. Uh, Fred McMurray was the first Disney legend inducted in 1987. And since then, the Walt Disney Company has inducted 278 legends. This year, 11 more were added. Uh, very briefly, Wing Chow... Uh, which you may remember the song, Everybody Wing Chow Tonight. 
No, it's Wang Chung, but uh, <laughs> Wing Chow is an Imagineer who was instrumental in getting the uh, Hong Kong and Shanghai parks built. He was with them for 20 years. He was born in China, went to Berkeley, went to Harvard, became an architect, and joined the Disney company through 2009. So uh, he was very big in the world of Imagineering. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, James Earl Jones, Bette Midler, those names need no description. We all know who they are. What did Bette Midler do with Disney? Uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, right. And some other movies, too. Uh, Kenny Ortega, who is a producer, director, and choreographer. He has directed Newsies, Hocus Pocus, the High School, Music, uh, High School Musical Trilogy, Camp Rock, and the Descendants Trilogy. Uh, so he's been around the company for a while. He was inducted as a legend. Uh, Bernadette Ricci, who is a performer, choreographer, and director. She is uh, responsible for shows like Fantasmic. I think the name is Barnett. I'm sorry, Barnett. You're correct. Um, I was thinking Bernadette. Uh, Robin Roberts from ES, uh, from Good Morning America and ESPN, mm-hmm. the reporter. Right. Uh, Diane Sawyer, the reporter. Ming-Na Wen, the actress, uh, who we know as uh, uh, Mayday from Legends of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sorry, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she was also, I believe, the voice of Mulan. Okay. And last but not least, Hans Zimmer, who is the compu- composer and musician who has scored a lot of Disney movies. Right. So uh, those 11 people were inducted, and their busts will be put into the Legends Plaza at uh, the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank. Oh, that's neat. We saw that. Yes, we did. And uh, so that was the Legends ceremony. And then the big news on Friday was all related to Disney+. Plus. And uh, posters and trailers were released for The Mandalorian. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, the live-action version. High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is a mouthful. And a Christmas movie called Noel, starring Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. Uh, the the one show that kind of grabbed everybody by surprise and has been uh, looks like it's going to be very popular is The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I like him. Uh, you know, he's kind of quirky yeah. um, and, and, and funny, and, and I think that show will be a hit. Um, it was also announced that the Disney Plus shows, instead of releasing them uh, like Netflix did, where in like a block, in a block, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like they're going to be releasing them weekly. Okay. So you will get. You can't binge watch. You can't binge watch <laughs> unless you want to wait until everything's done, and by that point, all Everybody your friends knows. have already talked about it. So, um, you know, who knows how long they'll hold that model up? Mm-hmm. At least that's what they're saying they're going to be doing now. Um. Some Marvel shows were announced, uh, and those are Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Ms. Marvel. Uh, kind of second-tier characters. Um, She-Hulk is Hulk's cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Knight is almost kind of their version of Batman with some Egyptian mysticism rolled in. And Ms. Marvel, if they're doing it on this, the current incarnation of the character, she's a Muslim teenager. So they're bringing diversity okay. uh, to, the, uh, to the universe. Good. Um, also, a new Lizzie McGuire series was announced. All right. That's kind of exciting. Starring, uh, once again, Hilary Duff. How long has it been since that's been off the air? Uh, I think that was the early 2000s. Isn't... So it was part, like, live action, right? Right. Isn't she kind of old? Not if she's going to be a mom. Oh, okay. You know? I was just assuming she'd be reprising she's not gonna her be same a 13. character. Well, she's the same character, but obviously the character's Oh, she'll be aged. a grown-up character. So who knows what, but who knows what the animated Lizzie McGuire is going to be? Is it going to be 30-year-old Lizzie McGuire with the 13-year-old animated character? Like, oh my God, like, how can you be so 30, you know, where she kind of like makes fun of her for being so old or is it going to be? I hope not because that would have meant she was 17 when she had a baby. So let's, 
Let's make her a little older than 30. Why would she be 17 when she had a baby? Because you just said if she was the mom and she was 30. No, if she's the mom now and it's still the animated Lizzie McGuire who is now 30 years old along with her. I don't understand, but okay, let's move on. (laughs) Somebody, I believe not only was she inventorying the alcohol, but she might have already uh, poured some of it for herself. Uh, And then the highlight of the day for me was the news that Ewan McGregor is going to be reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a series that will premiere at some future date on Disney+. Plus. So that's been rumored for a while. Uh, There was rumor that there was going to be an Obi-Wan movie at some point. And then after Solo tanked, um, you know, they said there were going to be no more standalone movies. So it's kind of exciting news to see that that Obi Wan is coming to uh, to Disney Plus. You excited about Woo! that? Woo! You don't. You're not a big fan of. I Obi-Wan? don't know. I don't even know which carnation of things we're incarnation we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Okay. I'm sure he's great. All right. <laughs> And that was pretty much all the big news from Saturday. So let's go through. There's some. I'm new, sorry, from Friday. There were some new movies announced, though, right? Um, well, they went over some of the movies. They made announcements on some things that some movies that we were already aware of on Saturday, and then uh, some new movies that no one knew about. So okay, well, which ones did no one know about? Uh, Black Panther two. Okay. Officially got a release date. Nice. What's May that? May sixth of twenty twenty two. Something to look forward to. No storyline, no details yet, no footage. That's okay. People just need a date. But that was announced. All right. Um, The next movie that was released, as I go through my notes, because I didn't know we were going to do things out of order. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, I did not know, personally, I did not know anything about Cruella, uh, which stars Emma Stone, who's a a nice, good actress. Um... And I, I didn't know that this was coming, but apparently they're bringing a 70s punk rock approach to a younger Cruella. Interesting. Yes. All right. Um, Pixar announced the details of their movie ca- called Soul, which is by Pete Docter, who is now the chief creative officer of uh, Pixar. And it's uh, a fantastical journey uh, from the streets of New York City that goes through cosmic realms. And it is a, a fantastical place where we all discover our unique personalities. You know, why am I here? Where did I come from? What am I here for? Um, it's going to be a lot of jazz music. It looks uh, like uh, Jamie Foxx is going to star in Jamie it. Jamie Foxx As and a Tina. middle school band teacher whose true passion is playing jazz. And then right. we've got Tina Fey, um, a 22-year-old soul. No, her, in- her name is 20. The character is 22. Oh. That's a silly name. All right. Well, anyway, 22, a soul in training who has an unexpected encounter with Joe and he accidentally finds his way to the, the you seminar. Okay. Right. Anyway, it's about jazz and people it's and about, band. Right. It's, a, it's about a journey and why are you who you are. And uh, interesting that uh, Trent Reznor is going to be doing some uh, of the music for that. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um. Also, Raya and the Last Dragon, which I hadn't heard about, um, is a movie, it's a fantasy action movie, and it's the story of Raya, a lone warrior from the fantasy kingdom of Kumandara that teams with a crew of misfits in her quest to find the Last Dragon to bring light and unity back to their world. Um, And in doing so, I guess they encounter the Last Dragon in a different format and don't realize it's the dragon. Uh, So this was... uh, Kinda. So it's set, and it looks like it's set in Southeast Asia. Yes. So that... Yeah. Good. So that was a big news. Uh, 
Frozen 2 we've heard about, and then the other part of Saturday was the Marvel 80 Years Celebration. So they recapped 80 years of Marvel history and announced a special comic book for people that were in attendance there that had Mickey Mouse on the cover for the first time of a Marvel comic book. Neat. And that brings us to the final day of the expo, which is Sunday. And a lot of that was about uh, the parks and a little bit about the cruise line. So our friend Adam was kind enough to keep us informed as all of these... um releases of information were being made throughout the day so uh we checked in uh to his stories to see which ones were the important ones so thanks for that adam so um first on the list disneyland is getting a new parade it'll be coming this spring and it's called magic happens um i don't know much about it i think we're just going to sort of run through the list of all the things we know we don't have a lot of details on these uh, maybe over the next few days we can sort of go over some of the details um I'm excited that there's going to be a new show coming to the Cirque du Soleil uh, building or tent, whatever you want to call that. Um, it's going to be about the art of, of animation, um, not the resort, but the actual um, art of creating uh, animation. And it's being put together by Imagineering, um, the animation departments, and the Cirque du Soleil crew. They're going to work together to create this show, which is going to debut uh, April 17th, 2020. So really excited about that. And it's been a long time coming because that's... The Cirque Cirque du Soleil has been down for a long time. Yeah, and and before that, that same Cirque du Soleil show had played for so many years. I mean, we saw it, what, two or three times. Right. Um, But it was very good, so I'm excited to see something new back in there. Yep. Related to parks only because it's related to the Disney store... Uh, and that's under the umbrella of the parks, is that Targets will be getting Disney stores uh, inside them, a little Disney store sections. Uh, By October, there will be 25 Targets with Disney stores. By next October, there will be 40 more, so we'll have 65 over the course of the next 14 months. Uh, And uh, big news is that Target will be coming to Disney Springs. That'll be cool. Yes, and that'll save us from having to go off site to buy stuff. Yeah, and those, you know, those little things that you forget that you don't want to pay through the nose for, you know, you forget your charger or something like that, you know, like how do you get them? You try you're trying to get them delivered to your room and... or god forbid you're traveling with a child, you want to have Pampers sent. Yeah. You know, diapers sent. Now you've got to pay the charge to have them delivered, then you've got to pay the 5 or 10 dollar fee to pick up your boxes at the resort. I wonder if they'll do the like, you know, you can do the in-store pickup like the free ship to store. Right. That'll be neat and then you can just like swing by there and grab your stuff. Right. So, that'll I hope that happens. I think that's a big win for both Target and Disney. Yeah. So, to me, maybe this next one um, is at the very top of the list of the most um exciting and biggest news uh the epcot neighborhoods mm-hmm. so they announced that they're gonna have their re-theming epcot to have four neighborhoods they're calling them and those four neighborhoods are world uh world discovery world celebration world nature and of course world showcase All right world showcase stays as it always has been uh, world nature looks like it will consist of the living seas the land and the imagination pavilion World Discovery will include the new Guardians Coaster, Mission Space, the new Space 2220 uh, restaurant, which Cheryl will mention in a minute, and Test Track. Uh, World Celebration will include the Entry Plaza, Spaceship Earth, and well, pretty much everything that used to be in the center, where Club Cool, the Fountain, Mouse Gears, uh, 
and whatnot were, including the Odyssey uh, Odyssey Center building. Um, so that's that's kind of a cool way to, to break things up. Right. So in there, um, Tony mentioned the restaurant, uh, the space restaurant that's going over by Mission Space uh, now has a name. They're calling it Space 220. I don't know why. I don't know what that means. 220, sh- 221, whatever it takes. It's an old line from a Mr. Mom. Did you ever see Mr. Mom? I think so, but I, I okay. don't remember. We'll watch it. One night. Okay, great. Um, and then also they made some announcements about that f- that area just past Spaceship Earth where the fountain is going. Right, what else are they looking at putting there? Right, so they're putting a multi-level, um, I forget what they called it. Bear with me one second. They're putting in uh, a multi-level structure um, with an elevated view of the entire park and an, an ideal spot to witness Epcot's nighttime spectacular. They're cons- con- uh, calling it a pavilion. Um, and is a three-level structure that will have a plaza level, a middle expo level, and a park that sits on uh, sits in the sky on the top level. So Yeah, the bottom looks, you know, you can just sort of walk, walk under it. it. You know, right. it's got the brick work just like you would in the rest of the on the rest of the ground. And then the middle section looks to be glassed in. But, you know, you can obviously look out. So that's the level that they're saying you can view the nighttime uh, shows from. And then the top level, you know, has trees and bushes and you sort of a fence around it. So, yeah, it's more like a park type of right. uh, thing. So, and, and my assumption is that there will be an upcharge to watch the new show from up there. I would assume so. It's the new spot for the next fireworks party. Speaking of the new show, do you have the information on, on that? No. So the new show, which is going to debut uh, in 2020 after Epcot Forever runs uh, under its limited time engagement. And that Epcot Forever, that's taking the spot of Illuminations. Of Illuminations, correct. Okay. Uh, The new show is called Harmonious. Uh, Both the H at the beginning and the U.S. at the end are capitalized. I don't know the reasoning behind that yet, but they are. Uh, It's going to be the largest nighttime spectacular ever created for a Disney park. And it will celebrate uh, how the music of Disney inspires people world over, carrying you away harmoniously on a stream of familiar Disney tunes interpreted by a diverse group of artists from around the globe. There will be floating set pieces, custom-built LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, lasers, (laughs) and more. So that uh, And more. Maybe drones. Maybe Maybe. kites. Um, let's see. Uh, also, I believe going into Epcot is the, uh, a new Walt Disney statue. So it's, um, of him sitting. Uh, they're calling it Dreamer's Point, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's going in there. Okay. Um, and we had talked a little bit about the Play Pavilion in the past. Uh, they just released a couple of details about that. There's going to be, I, I had wondered sort of what are they going to do in there and is it going to be up to, um keeping up with technology is it is it going to be good is it going to stay good um two of the things they announced are an edna mode fashion experience and a huey dewey and louie water balloon fight so those sound cute oh boy yeah i mean whatever it's for kids so that's good so one one thing you know you mentioned space 2020 uh, space 220 uh, and once again, uh, viewports will give you a real-time perspective as you dine above the planet. So we're seeing these viewports in the Star Wars Hotel, right. the transportation system to bring you uh, from the Star Wars Hotel to Hollywood Studios, and now in the space restaurant. So uh, going to be lots of uh, lots of work if you're designing uh, outer space viewports. 
Let's hope they're good, and right. let's hope they work. Right. You don't want to... You know, with our luck, we always get that one table where the viewport doesn't work. Oh, viewport's down. Sorry, <laughs> right. folks. Also coming to World Discovery is the new Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, which we've spoken about for a while now. Uh, and it does now have an official name, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And the exciting thing about this is that, is that it is the first backwards launch coaster. What does that mean? That means you're backwards when you take off. The first one ever or just the first one in Disney? Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's the first one ever. Who knows? Um, let's see. While Tony's trying to research that a little bit. Um, over in France, they are going to put in a new uh, table service and quick service. So I don't know. It must have like both sides to it. A crepery. Um, and I guess the folks who run Chefs de France are going to be putting that together. So another... Well, Allow me to interrupt your crepery and say it is the first re- reverse launch on a Disney coaster, but the car actually rotates 360 degrees because it's a storytelling coaster. Oh. So probably a little bit along the lines of what we've seen in the Harry Potter uh, attractions mm. in Universal, where it goes roller coaster, stops, uh, dark ride for a couple seconds, roller coaster, kind of like the one scene in... Seven Dwarves Mine Train, where it's right. roller coaster, and then all of a sudden when you're going through the mine shaft, it's more a dark ride, and then back to roller coaster. Mm, so I'm sure to get sick. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, a, a more really big news, um, over in the UK pavilion, um, we are getting a Mary Poppins ride. So huge. Well, they did not say ride. They said attraction. Okay. And they said the United Kingdom Pavilion will welcome the first attraction inspired by Mary Poppins. So we don't know if attraction is a ride, a meet and greet, um, you know, a walkthrough of the house. Uh, but you're actually going to walk down Cherry Tree Lane past Admiral uh, Boom's house and then to number 17, which who lives there? The Banks. The Banks family. And that's where the adventure will begin. So no telling if this is going to involve demolition of any section of the current UK pavilion. Um, But Cherry Tree Lane is coming to the United Kingdom. That's so cool. Yeah, very. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, Are we done in Epcot? We are done in Epcot. We are done in the parks. parks. Okay. Um, Let's move over to our favorite new resort. Oh. Which is? Reflections. A Disney Lakeside Lodge. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they are getting a table service uh, restaurant over there, and that's going to be themed to Princess to the Princess and the Frog. Right. So it's going to be Tiana's restaurant, kind of like they have on the Disney Cruise Line, one would assume. Right. Speaking of the Disney Cruise Line. See, I segued that for very you. Very nice. Thank Good you. work. Thank you. Um, the fifth ship, the name has been released. It's going to be called Wish. And uh, Rapunzel is, I guess you'd call her the icon. She will be on the stern of the ship um, painting with uh, Pascal hanging out with her. So that's nice. I like I like Rapunzel and I and, love new ships. And so very, that's awesome. It's very cool the way they've used her hair to have the hair have hanging, kind of holding yeah. on to the ship. Yeah, the uh, the artwork for it is great. So um that's really beautiful. Um also in uh Disney Cruise news, the new uh Disney owned port of call uh called Lighthouse Point. Um, is currently being worked on by none other than Joe Road. So that's exciting. Yeah, that is uh, that is pretty cool. 
Uh, they're going to make sure there are conservation efforts to preserve and protect the environment. And he's going to work with local artists to create a unique destination rooted in Bahamian culture and filled with Disney magic. So uh, construction is supposed to begin in 2020. It's not expected to be completed by late 2022 or 23. Um, by that point, Disney will have ships six and seven named and delivered. Uh, so the cruise line will be growing. Uh, I'm not sure that Cheryl mentioned the wish is slated to be delivered in late 2021 with the first sailing in January of 2022. I did not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing that, um, Joe has ever touched. I think that didn't turn out amazing. So it's, it's going to be great. Right. He's also responsible for a ton of work in the animal kingdom, um, just such a creative mind. So and it's Alani. Be so yeah, he's a, he's a great uh, great imagineer. And, and really wonderful at tying nature into everything that he does. And then the last bit of news that came out that we're going to report on is the Disney Genie, uh, which is going to be an app that will provide guests with customized itineraries. Uh, if you're familiar at all with the uh, touring plans app or or, or website if you've ever used that you think that's a subscription based right and it provides a pretty big um uh, you know detailed itinerary for people uh and that's what disney genie is going to do you're going to want to put in you know you're going to put in times that you want to do things and this app will go through um you're going to tell it what you want to do and this app will go through and optimize your experience for you. The, the downside to this is some of those apps can get very detailed in terms of go to Haunted Mansion, go to Columbia Harbor House, Stop to take pee. a restroom <laughs> break, right? Like I don't necessarily know that I want my parks to get, you know, my park visits to get like that. Unfortunately, the way the crowds are just continuing, you know, they're putting more rooms in, parks are filled a lot more. Um, I think you you're, you're going to have to get to the point where you're planning that much of your day. And I hate to say it, but that's really the direction that, that they've been going in. Yeah, I don't like that either. But if the parks are going to be that crowded, I'd like some way to manage it. Right. And uh, if that's the way to do it, then that's the way we'll do it. I'd rather that than, you know, stand in the hot sun in lines for absolutely everything. You know, if there's a way to optimize it, I'd rather have that happen. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Do you know who doesn't like this at all? Touring plans. Touring plans. They're now, pooping their pants. <laughs> exactly. And now that we've passed the 30-minute mark, uh, because there was a lot of D23 news this week, and we apologize, but we wanted to get it all out to you. Um, until tomorrow, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>